for sure a witch hunt for Trump. But does he fan the flames that could burn him at the stake? The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. I tell you the big stories of the week. I tell you my opinion from a libertarian perspective. Sometimes I crack the code, but it's always going to be something you don't hear anywhere else. But these days, it seems like you only hear one thing everywhere. It's the Russian hacking scandal. Russia hacked the 2016 election. That doesn't even make sense. They did not hack anything. The Even the accusation is that they, well, that they hacked the DNC emails or Podesta emails or whatever and disseminated real emails. Not that they hacked any votes or any election machinery. And also that they used propaganda to disseminate, propaganda outlets to disseminate disinformation. So there, there's the supposed scandal. Even if that's true, and I don't think it's true. I do not think that's true. But even if it were true, even that allegation does not require, doesn't even make room for or accuse any insider in the Trump campaign of actually doing anything. It's not like they're accused of giving passwords to the Russians or anything. If there were any insiders involved, it wouldn't be Russia or Trump. It would be Hillary's own team. The, the next best explanation for how those emails got out is that they were leaked. And even Hillary's losing the election, she claims, was largely due. She said that if she if the election were held on October 27th, she would have won because on October 28th, FBI director James Comey came out and dropped this bombshell about Anthony Weiner's laptop which had nothing to do with Russia or hacking. Again, Anthony Weiner and his wife were uh, insiders of Hillary. Comey was considered an insider when uh, when he let Loretta Lynch and Hillary off the hook by saying there would be no investigation. So there, there is no smoking gun that leads to Trump or the Trump campaign. Yet, this is all we hear all the time. And that's what, in my opinion makes it a witch hunt. And Trump did tweet, this is a witch hunt, and I agree with it. But I think that it's what's happening now, this media frenzy. This week, for example, the latest is a special counsel. Former FBI Director Robert Mueller was appointed to be special counsel to investigate this. Uh, There are these supposed memos by James Comey that uh, he had a meeting with Trump where Trump asked him to go easy on Flynn. He left the meeting. He scribbled his notes. He typed them up. He gave them to some people. And some of those people read them over the phone to some reporter. Just crazy stories that uh, are, are creating this media frenzy. And for me, uh, what I think is that the media frenzy is an end in itself to some extent. One, simply on the face of it, I think Trump can do one thing very well, and that is generate ratings. And news and other networks love the free content that comes with a reality show or supposed real events. So by I actually predicted they would appoint a special prosecutor, or they actually these days call it a special counsel, because 
solely because I knew it would fill that ratings void that the election and the campaign cycle always leaves for the mainstream media in the first year of a new administration. So I just predicted based on that alone. But then I saw something a little deeper going on, which is this all this back and forth. He said, she said serves a purpose, in my opinion. So Comey may or may not have released this memo. Trump may or may not have asked him to go easy on Flynn. But the the reporting by the mainstream media is so sketchy, so vague. It's all this source, that source, this leak, that leak, multiple sources say to the point where it really calls the credibility of the mainstream media into question. But if the mainstream media is then validated, if Comey comes out and doesn't deny it or can be so Comey is now slated to speak to to the Senate after Memorial Day, that's going to be a big event. Get ready for the teasing for the ratings. But if he comes out and kind of validates whether backhandedly or not the mainstream media reporting of it, the mainstream media has new credibility. And that that will give what I consider to be uh, a renewed um, mandate for the media, the mainstream media, to have your trust, because that is on the rocks. And I think they want to have your trust, even though in the future they are not going to provide evidence. They're not going to give you sources. They're not actually going to give you better news than the alternative media. They just want to have more credibility. And I think government action might even be taken to shore up their credibility and uh, kind of um, give an imprimatur, a, uh, a validation from official sources that the mainstream media is the only thing to trust. So I feel like like the, the media circus that we're seeing right now is actually the point of this whole thing. I think there are other agenda items being served, but I feel like the frenzy is the, is the story. And that brings me to, we can you know, kind of unfold that. I have clips and examples that I'm going to play for you throughout the show. But it, it makes me realize that the real, the conflict, the, the thing that's happening among the audience, the viewer, the consumer of this, of this media uh, circus, what's happening in our minds is, the, is just this question, do you, do you, is it true or not? Is it true? Is it true that the Russians hacked the election one way or another? And, and more recently, is it true that Trump asked Comey to go easy on Flynn? Is it true that this is a report this week in case you missed it? Is it true that Trump told Russian ambassador or Russian foreign minister Lavrov that Comey was a nut job? You know, is it true? And I ask you, I, I'm asking, honestly, like, what do you think? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Do you think that the things that are being said, these anonymous sources are reporting accurately the things that Trump is saying. That is, did Trump ask Comey to go easy on Flynn? Did he tell Lavrov he fired Comey, took the pressure off, and Comey's a nut job? I, I just, uh, it matters. I, I'm interested to know what the impression is because it's going to matter when the truth comes out. Uh, so let's start with that, when, and, we'll, and we'll do some tweets at Monica Perez Show. My producer, Binkley, is here with me. Hey, Binkley, how are you doing? Uh, unhinged. You're unhinged. Yeah. That, that is one of the, the very long list of words that is being used against 
Trump. And actually, that plays into a whole nother theme. I have like 10 themes that I think are being served by the Russian hack. And one of them is to portray like all this stuff. I think they're using Watergate as a template and depicting Nixon as paranoid and isolated, which are two quotes Words used for Trump, I know unhinged is your favorite. I think that that one, the like uh, most most quoted word against Trump was unhinged. And I think it's really playing into this narrative that uh, it's it's turning the cult of personality that surrounds Trump on its head, using it against him. And I think that that focus is going to keep us from or keep Trump from actually fulfilling his campaign agenda, whether that's his, whether he really never intended to fulfill it or not is, is another question that I'm sure I'll never be able to answer. But I think the impact nonetheless will be, they'll use all these adjectives to describe Trump, but in the end, uh, as I tweeted, quote, I tried will be the epitaph of his campaign agenda. And, and in either because he was sabotaged or sabotaged himself or whatever, they're going to be, uh, you're not going to, he, he's not going to, There, if he is unsuccessful, that will be why. But um, we did a good podcast on this ourselves offline um, on Propaganda Report, which, can you tell me how to get to that and what that episode was? It's episode 41, and they can find it at the propagandareportdaily.com. Uh, yes. So so a lot of the stuff, if you want to dig a little deeper, you can go listen to our kind of more um, detailed analysis. But for now, let's let's get the conversation started. What's uh, what tweet you got? I have one from N.O.Y.B. He says that all this media, it, it, it qualifies as low grade tabloid fodder sources, officials. Yet we are the nut job conspiracy theorists wearing 10 hats. That is so true. I noticed that, that if, if I or someone in the alternative media were to come out, what, the most egregious example is this Benjamin Wittes. I don't know who he is. I should have actually. <laughs> I wanted to dig into him. But he came out and he said, oh, Comey told me he was disgusted when Trump hugged him at their first face-to-face <laughs> meeting. And I was like, what? And it just sounded so unbelievable, so emotional, so weird and then when you look at it, there was a i saw benjamin Winnis look at a video of like narrate the video of trump and comey meeting each other and it was totally normal it looked completely normal right didn't that strike you as bizarre it was totally bizarre but i did notice when i was watching that that trump said oh look at this guy he's more famous than me and I had thought that was a fake story, that Trump never really said that. And then I realized Trump is definitely feeding the fire here. He is feeding the fire with this stuff. I mean, that plays yeah. right into the psyop that was just about to unfold. And that adds another layer you know, to the onion that we can peel over time. But I, I find this stuff, it makes conspiracy theorists seem like the mo- most... Actually, to tell you the truth, when you have a conspiracy theory that is grounded in fact, you really have to dot your I's and cross your T's because the mainstream media will mock you. But they, but these guys, they defend themselves like, but we're the mainstream media. We don't need evidence, you know? So we're going to get into that. I know, Binkley, you pulled some great clips on that. I totally want to... I never normally play clips of the media, but the story is about the media, so I'm going to dive in. Let's keep the conversation going. 
Let me know what you think. If you think Comey, that Trump said these things or not, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You could tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. Four degrees outside the studio. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. I am going to Judah and Lilburn. Judah, you're on with Monica. Hello, Monica. How are you today? Good, thanks. What you got? I just wanted to say that I think that we should press to see an accountability among the news media and create an accountability to where that reporters have to do a good job. So we can stop this insanity. How can we keep them accountable? Uh, Well, I think that Trump is on the right path. And Spicer, too, when they tell some of these reporters and they tell them no and they call them out, like asking the same question twice or they're hanging on this Russia thing. We're all tired of hearing about this Russia thing. And I think they should. Can can they not ban them and say, hey, look, you, you, you're esc- your inquirer type reporting is not good for America. Americans don't want to hear all this. I think that that would probably backfire. And I, I, but you know, Trump did say maybe we'll just stop the press conferences. He does use Twitter to connect with people directly. I'm afraid that it's going to, that what someone's going to take your thought and start making laws about who can and cannot be deemed press. Kim and Melissa are up next. They've got some very great comments. Let's hear it. Or you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I am the libertarian voice on WSB. Saturdays from 3 to 6. This week's big story continues to be the unfolding of the Russian hack. I'll call it the Russian hack PSYOP. I don't believe that the Russians hacked the election. They're not even really accused of that. They're accused of hacking emails and influencing the election, putting out disinformation through propaganda outlets. And I, I I don't even think the accusations implicate Trump. But that's the story. And I feel like at this point, This story has a lot of agenda goals for the people who are fostering it, and it's Republicans and Democrats both. Some of the agenda goals are big picture stuff like demonize Russia to justify our intervention in Syria. Some of it's more specific policy stuff like what I call upsourcing the elections, making uh, national elections at the state level Uh, overseen or influenced by the feds. I think there are a lot of agenda items, but the actual media frenzy, I think, is, is almost an end in itself, that it's there to generate ratings. It's there even at a deeper level that I think it's there to, uh, to kind of open this debate, maybe even a subliminal kind of debate where can, is the mainstream media really something you can trust? Trump is notorious for attacking the mainstream media. I've always called the mainstream media fake news, and he does too, but uh, but the the ultimate 
showdown here between Trump and the news, I think, I fear, is going to come out in favor of the mainstream media. And the more confidence is built up in the mainstream media, the less they have to give us evidence, the less they have to name their sources, the less they have to prove their point. And then you're really, there's no hope but that we're just constantly being propagandized, that we're constantly being fed this uh, agenda. And ultimately, the mainstream media simply fosters the big government kind of totalitarian agenda. As much as it looks like it's Trump versus the MSM, the mainstream media, to me, it's really us versus them, and them includes the government media continuum. But I want to have the conversation. Do you think that that these all these vague innuendos, all these unnamed sources that say that Comey, uh, that Trump told Comey to back off Flynn, or that Trump told Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister to that Comey was a nut job that he fired him and took the pressure off that kind of thing do you think that's true I mean do you think it's being reported accurately 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK you can tweet at me at Monica Perez show Binkley my producer is here with some uh, you have any tweets on point to launch the conversation for this half hour yes I do I have one from Jenny who says ugh All of this breaking news makes my head spin. I don't even know what to say anymore. It's just confusing, LOL. Yes, it is. And I think I've long thought I read a great article on philosophy of metrics. It's a a very esoteric. I'm not even sure I know what esoteric means. It's a very, (laughs) like, shallow, like, it's like stuff. It's uh, not very concrete. It's not very, um, it's hard to put your finger on, but the, the stuff this guy talks about but he actually said he thinks that the internet not is not like the thing that's going to liberate us from the shackles of the of the you know power elite but that it's their way of shackling our minds with with an overwhelming amount of information that makes any information impossible to sift through and I have encouraged people to hone their truth dar that they can hone their ability to decipher this truth, but boy, it does get hard. I'm with Ginny on that. So, but let's let's take some calls. Um, Kim, Kim in Atlanta, you're on with Monica. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I want to answer your question, Anna. I have a comment. Um, the first thing is, I I don't know that Trump told Comey to to lay off. I think it's sort of a matter of you get pulled over and you lean out to the cops and you say. You have to give me a ticket. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I think he he asked him, and, and Comey said no, and he said, "Okay, fine." You know, our next tub topic, and and I think they're making it out to be a lot more than it was. Um, then my comment is is that you got to remember with they did this with Ronald Reagan, they did this with George W. Bush, and now they're trying to do it with Trump. Is they're trying to say that you know the okay. Reagan and Bush were both cowboys. You know, Kim, I got to and, and so was Trump. And that's what they're trying to say. Yeah, I got um, some breaking news. We'll be right back. 
This is a traffic red alert from the WSB 24-Hour Traffic Center. 341 Coolray Carrier, WSB 24-Hour Traffic Center. We've got a red alert now on the south side, 75 southbound at Cleveland Avenue. All lanes are held now. Several vehicles involved in a crash. Uh, left lanes are blocked. Just two right lanes were open, but they've uh, closed all lanes now to get that pushed off to the side. 75 southbound at Cleveland Avenue. Avoid the area if you can. Now back to Monica Perez live on WSB. Thanks for that. Uh, Kim, so yeah. you're saying that that they they did the same thing to Reagan. And George W. Bush. And yes. To Trump. And, they and all of course, Nixon. I mean, Nixon, they, they acted like he too. was crazy. Yeah, but they all made him out, too, that, that, that these guys just weren't that intelligent. They weren't that sharp. Bingo. It, it's and, always you know, the Republicans are always stupid. Yeah. And, and, you know, I was in the mainstream media up in Washington, D.C., at a major publication up there. And I was in the mainstream media down here. And, and I've been out of it since 2009. And, and frankly, I mean, I'm really ashamed of the way they're acting. I really yeah. am. It is crazy. As a matter of fact, and thank you very much for the call, let's, uh, in order to kind of gel, I had had all this, um, I'd, I'd observed what was happening with the media, how they were going to use this to, uh, as it, it just looked like the pattern of a classic con game, like a hustle, where they're going to make it look like they're falling down on the job, but then all of a sudden they're going to come out and surprise you, and then forever they're going to have credibility because you underestimated them and they they had the goods. You thought you saw their weakness, and then they bested you. And here is, and then after I realized that, I was thinking that Binkley came up with the, found this, um, was watching Anderson Cooper, so I do not like playing clips of other people in the media. I figure, you know, you want your own ideas, like nothing they say is, is um, you know, you want, you, want to, you want to spend your time with your own ideas, but the, but the story is the media and how it's evolving and, and what I think to be is a psyop, a psychological operation to shore up ultimately, doesn't look like it right now, but ultimately to shore up the credibility of the mainstream media. So let me hear clip number 16. Anderson, I think it will also open up, it will continue to open up the whole question of leaks and classified information. I mean, let's recall the irony here. The Washington, this is a Washington Post story. And uh, while I was waiting to go on, I noticed that in March of this year, Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep and some other Steven Spielberg announced they're making a movie of the Washington Post leak of the, of the Pentagon Papers, which were entirely classified, and they're being celebrated for it. So I, I would just suggest that I think there's some confusion all over Washington. Well, I, I, what it seems like the most confusion, though, is coming out of the Oval Office. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of confusion coming out of the Washington Post because the Washington Post actually has a really good track record, as does the New York Times, as does CNN, on their reporting on the Trump administration. And the stuff we've reported what, Anderson, has all flushed out as true. And what they've come on TV to deny has turned out not to be true. So that's... That's the punchline. Anderson Cooper just delivered the punchline. I thought that stuff about the Pentagon Papers was interesting because it does reveal the hypocrisy because it's just so full of hypocrisy. But the the punchline is that Cooper is saying, look, we, we have a track record. We have the position of authority. And why is a track record important? It's not. It shouldn't be because evidence 
facts. That's what the media is supposed to be. That's what the reporting is. It is the facts on every story. Building up credibility and then throwing out unsubstantiated allegations is what you don't want. You want to hold them to the standard every story, every time. And I think they're trying to... um, to make to make that a thing of the past uh, i am going to go to john and clayton hi john you're on with monica how you doing monica good how you doing oh doing great saturday afternoon uh you got my attention on a couple of things uh of course the media is crazy this rachel Maddow, she drives me nuts we had you know, some but- <laughs> clips of her too yeah 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 she she's could, nuts she could win the, she could win an academy award you know as far as just, a, you know, how she puts drama in and everything. But you know something? American people, we know what's going on. You know, they, they listen to, I've listened to both outlets now. I tell you, one of my favorite uh, cable network news channels probably doesn't get near as much attention because I'm watching some of the more left ones now, just like watching Friends. And, you know, make up a bunch of stuff. It's almost comical, really. Yes, I, you know what? I noticed that. that myself, John. I never in my life could ever stomach the New York Times uh, and could never watch CNN. And now I find myself just flipping over there like, what's what's their line? You know, what's the what's yeah. the uh, what's today's episode about? Yeah, I slap my forehead and say, you know, you got to be kidding me all the time. And you But know, I, I feel know the same way about can, Fox, too, now. You so. know, yeah, well, yeah, Fox kind of gets... Uh, but I'd still lean more to them because uh, I, you got to watch both of them. I go to MSNBC, CNN, and uh, I watch them all, and it really got comical. You know, I'll uh, tell you, I just want to insert something here, John, is that if you do watch them both, if they ever agree on anything, you can be sure, like if you're trying to hone your truth star, whenever they agree, what what then they are promoting this deep state agenda every time. So beware when they actually agree. But anyway, I'm going to let you finish yeah. your point before I get well, to the break. Go. Yeah, well, let's, I want to also say that uh, the coverage we've gotten on television and all the flags over Saudi Arabia, I mean, what? The respect we've gotten is unbelievable. Remember, they didn't even meet Obama at the airport, okay? They got the red carpet. We got the medal, the gold uh, medal from, uh, you know, from the king. I mean, God. It was uh, well, really put on a show. I, I felt really proud that, you know, yeah, we were but, getting some respect, you know? But we basically own Saudi Arabia, so, and Obama, whether you liked him or not, or they liked him or not, those people do, I think, I believe, that they will do what they are told. So, to the extent they... There were certain optics surrounding Obama's visit, and there are certain optics surrounding Trump's visit. I believe that I'm not saying I know it, just my opinion is that we control that, that out, that whatever comes out of our advanced party, the U.S., is is what does it. So then for me, the interesting question is, what purpose do those competing optics serve? And for me, I actually think that Obama, who, who dropped 20,000 bombs a year on Syria and Iraq without any press pushback on that, that the anti-war left was totally silent, I think it gave him cover that he was actually kind of um, reticent to to be militaristic, but he wasn't. He was quite militaristic. I think that gives the Democrats cover against the anti-war left. Um, and then, of course, the you know having Trump be perceived as a strong man plays into the whole left-right, what I also consider to be a psyop. 
Huh. So, Peter, Bob, please hang on. You're up next. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. This is Monica Perez. We're back. 86 is the high today. 69 is the low overnight. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemay Heating and Air. We're going to go to Bob in Albany. Hi, Bob. You're on with Monica. Hi, Monica. Thanks for taking my call. In uh, 2012, the Democrats uh, came up with a story, a cotton game, right after the Benghazi attack that was told by Susan Rice to everybody in the world about uh, the uh, real reason behind the Benghazi attack that was shortly thereafter proven to be completely false. And I'd just like to suggest that the Russian story, four years later, is right along the same lines, and uh, that the real story is right there in front of us. If, if we look at uh, Seth Rich and uh, his murder on the streets of Washington, D.C., I remember the day that happened. I thought it was sketchy. And then once the mainstream media kind of or the side stream media, whatever you want to call it, picked up on it, I started to think it was like Jade Helm, that it was being thrown out there as a as a, a misdirection. What's your what's your, you know, kind of nutshell take on it? My conception is my, my wife is a real big fan of a show on Netflix called House of Cards. Mm-hmm. And I think these guys in uh, Washington, D.C. watch a lot of House of Cards. They're playing us for fools. It could be. I, I, I remember I, watching the original House of Cards, which was uh, really, truly fantastic. It was um, a British show. Really unbelievable. I still have it on VHS. But I can't, I can't bring myself to watch the new one. But I think I actually think these guys are going back to the Watergate story. And they're just ticking off. Just fabricate because Watergate actually ultimately was a media generated event. So I think the CIA did the Watergate break in to um, set up Nixon as like a coup, even though Nixon was an insider. And then the media just, you know, then the story was the cover up. Like Nixon wasn't even uh, meant to have an underlying crime. But we just saw, we just heard a clip by Anderson Cooper talking about how. Um, absolutely rock solid. The mainstream media is coming out of the next of this break. We're going to play a clip by Chris Matthews, who breaks every basic rule of journalism. And Peter, hang on. I'm dying to get to your call. 404-872-0750. 800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.